In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about five myths that people have around getting unstuck. Because if you believe these myths, you get stuck in being stuck. And then it's even more challenging to get it unstuck. But once we break down these myths and help you see that they're not actually accurate, getting unstuck becomes a whole lot easier. Then you can learn the skills and tools that you need to get unstuck, and things will flow. It'll be much easier, and you'll find greater success. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Let me ask you a question. What would you be able to do in your life if you didn't have type 1 diabetes? Or maybe a better question to ask is, what would you be able to do in your life if type 1 diabetes didn't get in your way? If you're like most people, diabetes keeps you stuck. For some of you, it may be really stuck, meaning you feel like you can't do a whole lot. For others of us, it may be a little bit stuck. You may feel like diabetes holds you back a little bit or makes it harder for you to move forward and go full force and do the things that you want to do. But whatever that is, oftentimes the reason diabetes keeps us stuck is because of our mindset. We think that we can't do things because of diabetes. We think that diabetes makes the things we want to do too dangerous or too scary. Or we feel like our burnout or our anxiety or our stress gets in the way. And it's going to make doing the things we want to do in our life just too difficult or too much of a hassle because of diabetes. But I want to ask you, what would happen if that wasn't true? What would you do if diabetes didn't keep you stuck? Would you go surfing? Would you go skiing? Would you be more spontaneous? Would you wear a bathing suit that shows off your CGM? Would you talk to other people and be more confident in your relationships? What would you be able to do if diabetes didn't get in your way? Take out a pen and paper right now and write that thing down. Because that thing is going to be your starting point to getting unstuck with type 1 diabetes. I remember a couple years ago, I had a patient coming to see me. I'll call him Isaac. And he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes several years prior. He was in his early 30s. And Isaac loved more than anything in the world to kayak. He loved getting out on the water. He loved kayaking. He could spend all day on the ocean, only coming in because the sun was setting. And the minute he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, that changed. Isaac stopped kayaking. And since his diagnosis three years before, he had not been on this kayak one time. And this was frustrating for him. It was making him really upset. He felt like diabetes stole kayaking from him out of his life. And he missed it. And he was angry and he was resentful at diabetes for taking it away. But I asked Isaac, why aren't you kayaking? And he gave me a list of reasons. He told me his doctor told him that he couldn't do it. He told me he was nervous about going low on the water. He told me he didn't know how he could keep his insulin pump safe and make sure it didn't fall overboard. 
And he also told me how scared he was to be out there alone without cell reception. And he had no idea what he would do if something happened. And I I told Isaac those were all very reasonable fears to have. But I also said, do those things really have to hold you back? And he thought for a moment and he said, well, I think that they do, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me that they don't. And I did. I didn't tell Isaac that he had to go kayaking, but I helped to dispel some of the challenges and some of the myths that he had around his ability to do things and his ability to be free and flexible in his life with type 1 diabetes. How do you feel stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes? Do you feel like, are you like Isaac and feel like you can't do things? You want to be adventurous. You want to get out skiing or kayaking or snowboarding and you feel like diabetes is holding you back. Maybe diabetes keeps you stuck by making it more challenging for you to form new relationships, to be open with people in your life. Maybe diabetes keeps you stuck because you're self-conscious and you want to make sure that everything that you wear covers up your CGM or your insulin pump. Maybe diabetes makes you feel like you can't eat what you want or you can't be like other people and go out and have fun. Whatever that is, those feelings are very real. You feel stuck. But let me ask you this. Is it possible for you not to be stuck? Is it possible for you to get unstuck in your life with type 1 diabetes so that you can be more free and flexible in your life? Now, I want to say before we go on what I don't mean by being unstuck. Sometimes diabetes will hold you back. So for example, if you're on a hike and you have a low blood sugar, of course, you'll have to stop and treat that low. Or maybe you have a high blood sugar overnight and you really don't feel like going out to breakfast the next morning because you just don't feel well. Well, in those cases, diabetes is holding you back. But there's something important to note there. In those instances, those are one-time deals. Diabetes definitely got in your way in that moment. But just because diabetes got in your way in that moment doesn't mean the diabetes will get in your way all the time. It's just a bump in the road. It's just like if you had a cold and you had to stay home from work because you had a cold. You wouldn't think anything of that. You would say, well, I'll get over the cold, and when the cold is passed, I'll go back to work. No big deal. But with diabetes, we think differently sometimes. We say we, have, we take those one-time things, and we generalize them to our entire lives. And when that happens, we feel stuck. So, But before you can get unstuck, you have to be open to the possibility that getting unstuck is possible. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode of the podcast. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about five myths that people have around getting unstuck. Because if you believe these myths, you get stuck in being stuck. And then it's even more challenging to get unstuck. But once we break down these myths and help you see that they're not actually accurate, getting unstuck becomes a whole lot easier. Then you can learn the skills and tools that you need to get unstuck and things will flow. It'll be much easier, and you'll find greater success. So let's get started with myth number one. Myth number one, in order to get unstuck in life with type 1 diabetes, your blood sugars have to be in perfect control. Well, if this were the case, everyone would be stuck. Perfect blood sugars with type 1 diabetes are unicorns. They just don't exist. Sure, you may have perfect blood sugars for a couple days, but to have sustained blood sugars always between 80 and 120, is almost impossible type 1 diabetes. But the reality is, you can get unstuck even if your blood sugars are not perfect. Actually, 
You can get unstuck even if your blood sugars are nowhere near perfect. And of course, we want to help you have blood sugars that are in range as much as possible. There's no doubt about that. Because when you have in-range blood sugars, you feel better. But having in-range blood sugars are not a prerequisite to being unstuck. It's possible to be free and flexible, even if your blood sugars sometimes are variable and out of range. It's possible. And I want to make sure that you don't think that having perfect blood sugars is a prerequisite to getting unstuck. Tammy's blood sugars have been all over the place, and this was causing her a lot of trouble. First of all, she kept on beating herself up over having out-of-range blood sugars. She was doing the best that she could. She was eating low-carb, and she was taking all of her insulin. But for whatever reason, she just couldn't get her blood sugars in range. She had an appointment to see a diabetes educator in a couple weeks. But in the meantime, she felt like she couldn't do anything right. And that was keeping her stuck. And I worked with Tammy to help her see that that just wasn't true. And just because her blood sugars were really variable didn't mean that she couldn't do things in her life. She had this belief that unless my blood sugars are in range 90% of the time, I have to hold back and that I can't be unstuck because I have to be a slave to my blood sugars. And I asked her, what if that wasn't true? What if as long as you were feeling well and as long as you didn't have ketones and as long as it was safe, you were able to push yourself and do more things? We started small. She went out for a walk. And then she went for a run, making sure her blood sugars were in decent shape before her run. And she was able to see that while her blood sugars certainly helped her to feel better, they didn't have to dictate what she did, especially when she was feeling okay. For Tammy, this was life-changing. She was able to disconnect her behavior and her blood sugars and see that even when her blood sugars weren't in perfect control, she was still able to do things in her life. She could still go out with friends. She could walk her dog. And obviously, she wanted her blood sugars to be more in range, and and she was working towards that. She didn't have to wait to do things in her life until it happened. She was able to see these two goals, both her blood sugars and getting unstuck, as being parallel paths. And one could happen without the other. And when she was able to do that, guess what happened? Her blood sugars fell into range actually a lot easier because she wasn't so stressed out about it. It wasn't so top of mind. She was able to do the work, and all the while, she was out doing the things in her life that she wanted to do. Diabetes was on her mind, but it wasn't top of mind, and it wasn't getting in her way. Myth number two, in order to get unstuck, you have to feel a certain way. Maybe a better way to put it is, you have to not feel a certain way. You have to not feel burnt out, to not feel anxious, to not feel stressed. Well, I have some bad news, my friend. If you wait until you're not feeling anxious or burnt out or stressed with diabetes, you may be waiting a long time. The reality is, is life with diabetes is stressful. And the question is, is it possible to do things in life and be flexible even though you're feeling stressed or burnt out or anxious? And the answer is yes. It does require some work. It requires doing things scared and pushing yourself even though it's not comfortable. But in my experience, that's the only way to do things with diabetes, and also with life. You can't control how you feel, but you can control how you behave. So if you wait to feel a certain way until you can behave a certain way, you're going to be waiting a long time. But if you behave in the way that you want to, 
and make the decision to get unstuck, all of a sudden, you change the game. Your behavior is not dependent on how you feel, but your behavior is dependent on what you want to do. And that's the definition of being unstuck, is being able to do what you want, even though you have diabetes, and even though diabetes makes you feel anxious, stressed, burnt out, or whatever it is diabetes makes you feel. Myth number three, you have to not be bothered by type 1 diabetes to get unstuck. Again, this isn't true. I don't know anybody who has diabetes who isn't bothered by it on a regular basis. Diabetes is hard. Actually, diabetes sucks sometimes. Those high blood sugars, the low blood sugars, the anxiety, the stress, those are all really challenging things. But And they're going to bother you. It's a natural thing. You feel stressed because of diabetes. I would actually be worried about you if you didn't feel stressed. Diabetes is a stressor, and it's going to be annoying and bothersome a lot of the time. But you have to ask yourself, does that bother have to get in your way? Is it possible for you to be bothered, to be stressed, and to still do what you want to do? It's really no different than other things in your life. You know, Take work, for example. I'm sure that work for you is stressful on a regular basis. Work is stressful sometimes, or school if you're in school. That's a normal part of the process, for better or for worse. But you're still able to do the work. You're still able to go to school and take your tests, even though you're feeling stressed. The stress is certainly there, but hopefully it doesn't get in your way. The same thing is true for diabetes. Just because the stress is there doesn't mean it has to get in your way. Just because you're annoyed or bothered by diabetes doesn't mean it has to be a barrier to getting unstuck. But if you believe that it does, guess what? You're going to be stuck. It's going to keep you stuck. But if you're open to the possibility that you can feel bothered and that you can feel annoyed with diabetes and you're able to move forward anyway and do things you want to do, navigate the stress and handle the stress when it comes along, you're going to be in a much better spot and you're going to be able to get unstuck with type 1 diabetes. I promise. Myth number four, in order to get unstuck with type 1 diabetes, other people have to treat you differently. Whether that's your friends or your family or your spouse or even your endocrinologist. I have some bad news. You have no way of controlling anybody but yourself. Hopefully other people will treat you well and be supportive of you in your diabetes management. I really hope that's the case. But even if it's not the case, it doesn't mean you have to be stuck. Support with diabetes is so important. But if you make support a prerequisite to getting unstuck with type 1 diabetes, you're setting yourself up for trouble. You are the only one who can get yourself unstuck. And certainly other people can help you along the way. And I hope that you have the support that you need. But if you don't have the support that you need, maybe getting unstuck will help you get the support that you need. For example, if you have a doctor who's not helpful for you and is really not paying attention to your emotional health and helping you to find ways to manage your diabetes better, if you don't ask for support or change doctors, you're never going to be able to get what you need from them. And that's a way of being stuck. If you're able to get unstuck and take that step forward and ask for the support that you need, or even fire your doctor if necessary, that by definition is helping get unstuck. And the reason why is because you're not getting the support that you need. You hope that people at work will give you some grace if your blood sugar is low during a meeting, or if you have to call in sick or go to a doctor's appointment. Of course you do. 
but you can't allow those folks to keep you stuck and keep you scared from putting yourself out there and doing the best work possible and growing in your job. If you wait for them to say, everything's going to be okay, we have your back, then you may be waiting a long time. I hope that's not the case. I really do. I hope you have supportive coworkers. But in the end, you can't control other people's behavior. But if you count on their behavior, and if you wait on them for permission to be able to get unstuck and take a step forward in that direction, you may be waiting a long time. And I would hate to see you have to stay stuck because of someone else's behavior. The only person whose behavior really matters for you to get unstuck is your own. And once you make that decision to get unstuck, the sky's the limit. And finally, myth number five. Myth number five is that getting unstuck is something that happens to you as opposed to something that you take action to do. Getting unstuck with type 1 diabetes won't just happen. You have to take action. You have to take steps getting unstuck. And listening to this podcast is the first step. Busting down those myths and and paving the way to getting unstuck is a really critical part of the process. But in order to get unstuck, you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice to get unstuck, to make a choice to make the effort and push yourself out of your comfort zone. Because right now, as much as it isn't fun, my guess is that being stuck is in your comfort zone. You're keeping yourself safe. You're not pushing yourself to a place where you're going to be scared or anxious or stressed. But movement forward requires that from you. It requires that you push yourself forward and do things that you want to do, even though it may not feel great, even though it may not feel comfortable. But getting unstuck is also a skill. It won't just happen to you magically because you're feeling a certain way. In order to take action and do it, you've got to learn how to get unstuck. You didn't choose to get stuck, but now that you're here, you have to work your way out of being stuck. And that takes practice. That takes skill. It takes changing your mindset. It takes changing your relationship with diabetes. It takes changing your behavior and taking action and really embracing the fear and the discomfort that comes along with getting unstuck. But trust me that when you do that, when you make the choice to get unstuck with type 1 diabetes, the sky's the limit. And it will be amazing how free and flexible you feel, how you're able to do what you want to do in your life, even though diabetes is there, even though diabetes is annoying, and even though you don't want diabetes to be there. You can still be free and flexible. But taking that first step is scary. But trust me when I tell you that if you do it and you engage with it, it's well worth the effort. Do you want guidance in helping you get on type 1 diabetes? You may be asking yourself, what do I do now? I want to get unstuck, but I'm not really sure how to go about doing it. Do you want a step-by-step process that will help you move from feeling stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes to getting unstuck? If so, listen up. My program, Get Unstuck with Type 1 Diabetes, is a six-week step-by-step process that will take you from being stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes to feeling unstuck. Take you from being trapped to feeling free and flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. This is a six-week program that takes you step-by-step through changing your mindset, tolerating stress, changing your relationship with diabetes, and then taking action in your life with type 1 diabetes so you can start living more free and flexibly and doing the things that you want to do in your life. For more information on this program, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash program. 
Again, for more information, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash program. I cannot wait to guide you in getting unstuck with type 1 diabetes. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Do me a favor. If this episode was valuable to you, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. Your ratings and reviews are so valuable. They give me feedback that I need to help make this podcast better, but they also make sure that people with type 1 diabetes who could benefit from this podcast have access to it. And I love hearing from my listeners. So please send me an email to say hi. My email address is mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or you can DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Thank you.